really getting clear on who are you? What are your core values? What's your mission? What really matters for you? And that lays the foundation for everything else. My name is Leif Arneson. My brother Anders and I are on a mission to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. We firmly believe that the more healthy and fit vegans there are in the world, the faster veganism will spread. Let's work together to inspire change, spread compassion, and challenge the status quo. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. So I'd like to ask you a question. What are your core values? We actually recently went through this process as a team and re-identified who the Vegan Gym team really is, what we're all about, and we actually went through and overhauled all of our core values. So I'll go into more detail about what that process was like and what we came up with, but I think it's incredibly important to know what your core values are and for a team to know what its core values are. So Daphne, this is a really important topic and I'd love to begin by defining what is a core value. So could you give us kind of your definition of that? So a core value and whether this is in the context of your individual core values or a corporate core value structure, it's a fundamental belief or principle that serves as a foundation for the culture of your organization or your own personal culture or integrity, your decision-making process, and your overall strategy of how you approach life, or in the case of a business, what that business's strategy is. And it has to be something that's deeply ingrained in who you are and how you show up as it relates to how you engage with your community, how you engage with other individuals, and how you move forward in the world in achieving your goals. And so it's from an enterprise perspective, it's very essential in creating a shared sense of purpose. And for me, especially coming from healthcare, it was something that, it was the tie that bound us, whether it was patients first, or whether it was, which was a personal value and a corporate value. It really was something that I thought about every day when I woke up and it was who I am and it was part of what I did. Yeah, that's an important point in discussing kind of the blend between personal core values and team core values or company core values, because that's exactly how I view the core values that we create as well. And I think it's it's not it's not enough for you to just pay lip service to these core values and say, this is what our team is all about. If every single person in the organization is not living those core values, then you are in misalignment. So that's why it's important to, when you establish core values, or at least what we believe is important on our team is to establish clear company core values, clear team core values, and ensure that everybody on the team is acting in accordance with those core values because those are the same core values that they hold personally. So up until a month and a half ago, we had 10 core values and they were really meaningful to us. But upon further reflection, we realized that they were a little too broad and at least from my perspective, kind of uninspiring. We also, I felt like we had too many core values, especially 
in light of some other work that I've been doing. We've been going through and reading uh, the book EOS, so the Entrepreneur Operating System, and or actually the book is Traction by Gino Wickman, I believe. And in in that book, he talks about EOS, this Entrepreneur Operating System. So we're working to pull out pieces of that and implement that into the vegan gym. But one of the pretty much where he begins that whole journey for a company is really getting clear on who are you? What are your core values? What's your mission? What really matters for you? And that lays the foundation for everything else. So as I was going through this book again, he talks about establishing three to seven core values and I also around the same time was listening to a podcast where a female entrepreneur that I really find to be inspiring was talking about the fact that if you are not continuously communicating with your team through the lens of your core values, then they're not the right core values. So just in reflection on all of this, I realized that the core values that we had, while they were meaningful and important and a part of who we strive to be, they weren't the exact core values that I felt we needed to identify. So I actually ended up spending about 20 hours just pondering core values. I did that basically my whole drive. I drove from Denver to Oklahoma City like two months ago and pretty much the entire drive was spent thinking through core values and just and just talking through those. So I spent about 20 hours working through to identify and polish five new core values. And in this episode, I want to share what those core values are and what they mean to me and our team. And so many companies and people really have kind of uninspiring core values that just sound nice, but don't really mean anything. And the team, those teams don't actually use those core values to chart their path forward. And that's that's not how our team operates. So our core values actually really mean something to us and they're how we show up every day. They're really who we are at our core. And that is why I spent so much time on this and our leadership team spent so much time on identifying what these are. And we are continuously reinforcing these core values with the team. And it's it also makes it really clear when you identify exactly who you want to be and what you're about, it makes it really clear when you have people around you who are not in alignment with that. So whether we're talking about your personal life or through the context of a team, if you identify what you are really about, if you identify what you care about and who you strive to be, and you have other people who detract from that or are not living in alignment with that, then that is some feedback to consider. And whether that means distancing yourself or if that means it's not the right fit for a team and someone should, someone on the team who's in misalignment should go somewhere else where other core values kind of more 
more so align with who they want to be, then those are some difficult conversations that, that, uh, that probably should happen. So let's go through and identify the five core values that we now have on our team. So the first one is impeccable character. So we lead with unwavering integrity, humility, and honesty in everything we do. We always do the right thing, even when no one is watching. So to me, this core value really means at its fundamental level, just being a good human and doing the right thing. And I feel that is fundamental to the mission of our team. It's fundamental to the way I want to live my life. And I just believe that is a kind of fundamental characteristic. That's how you should operate as a human in this world. So do you have anything to add to that? No, I agree. And it's something that we use in our recruiting process um, because impeccable character is integrity is something that is I place such a high value on that the lack of it is a reason why people are either not on my bus or they need to get off my bus. Yes. Well said. So number two is unreasonable hospitality. We provide hospitality that is so bespoke, so beyond standard expectations that it can only be described as unreasonable. We always, always, always over deliver to our clients, community, and our team. So I really believe that our clients, community, and team deserve the very best. Anything short of an exceptional experience or exceptional service is not acceptable to how we operate as a team. And I actually just straight copied this uh, core value title from a book that we recently read as a team. So we read the book Unreasonable Hospitality by Will Gidara. And that book really inspired me to level up our coaching program and focus on over-delivering to everyone we have the honor of working with. So that book was really impactful to me. I've already, I've read it a few times now. I actually made our whole team read it. And we we actually have a book club in our on our team. And we go through and we read books together. And then we discuss key takeaways and how we can implement those lessons to better uh, ourselves and our team and also provide a better experience to our clients in our program. So that was a really impactful book for me. What was it like for you to read that book? I love that book. It was like, you don't think about it when in terms of if you go to a Four Seasons hotel or you go to a five-star restaurant, you expect unreasonable hospitality in some ways. But understanding his philosophy around going above and beyond expecting, anticipating, and delivering, it really reframed for me what we need to do for our whole community. And so it was was just a nice way to make sure that we're not just, it's not enough to just say we're meeting the metric. We want to exceed expectations at every time someone encounters us as individuals and as a team. Yeah, I think it's so incredibly important to over deliver with value to really everyone 
you meet. And that's something I'm constantly striving to do. How do I really show up? We could even be talking about this through the context of a friendship or a partner or someone in your life who really matters to you. How are you really showing up in that relationship and over delivering in your commitment to them and that relationship? So yeah, again, it really, these core values can and should really be applicable to both our lives and our teams, how we operate as a team. Number three, competitive excellence. We relentlessly pursue the highest standards in every aspect of our lives, both in work and beyond. We pay close attention to every detail and put maximum effort into every task from the mundane to the critical with the goal of dominating the competition. We believe how you do one thing is how you do everything. We are committed to continuous improvement and refuse to settle for anything less than our best. So as that core value summary really talks about... I believe in holding myself to the highest standards that I am capable of. And I am meticulous. I am such a firm believer that excellence is in the details. And I'm also a really big believer that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And the, I think I've referenced this before on the podcast, but one podcast that I have historically listened to quite a bit is the MFCEO podcast. And that is, he's actually not doing it anymore. He shifted to a new new podcast, but uh, that's with Andy Frisella. And he owns a company that's, uh, that's in the supplement space. And he talks about the fact that even though he runs a nine-figure company that does hundreds of millions of dollars a year and he's he owns a, a good chunk of it, he's a CEO, he says, I sometimes I go into work and if a floor is dirty, I grab a mop and I mop the floor. And he's he said something that was really that really stood out to me. He said, I will mop the floor better than anyone else. And I really resonate with that mentality because it it's really at the core of the idea that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if I, whether I am mopping the floor literally or figuratively, or I'm running a company or anything in between, I'm going to show up and execute with my full effort. And I'm going to pay attention to the details because I know if I do not show up that way with the seemingly small aspects of my job or my life, then I know that I'm that's likely to carry over to the more important aspects of my uh, my work or my life. So that is really important to me. And I'm such a detail-oriented person. I like things to be done the right way the first time. So yeah, those are that's why this is a really meaningful core value to me. What is what are your thoughts, Daphne, on the idea of competitive excellence? You could, I agree with you. And you could take competitive and just say performance excellence. So performing at my best at all times is the goal. And I, I agree with you. Details matter. It's 
And it's not, I know it may seem overwhelming to people listening to think paying attention to every detail, it, se- it may seem like a lot, but when it becomes part of who you are and just how you live life, it carries over from your personal life into every other thing, whether it's your professional life, whether it's how you deal with other people in the world. And that thought about mopping the floors, it resonates because um, everyone, and it ties back into unreasonable hospitality in my mind. When, when I was at Cleveland Clinic, one of the things that we learned is that every time you touch a person who walks into the organization, whether you're the greeter at the front door, you're answering the phone, you're cleaning the room, you're in the operating room, you are delivering quality, excellence, and unreasonable hospitality. So that just becomes part of who you are. And without paying attention to the details, you can't actually deliver on a lot of the other things that are part of our core values. Yeah, well said. Number four, sincere candor. Nothing great can be built without feedback. We believe in the power of open, honest communication, and we rely on each other to help us achieve our full potential as individuals and as a team. So our another book that our team read was Crucial Conversations, and that really had an impact on me. And really, kind of the main takeaway that I got from that book is when you avoid having hard conversations, the problem doesn't magically disappear. It compounds, it gets worse. So it's better to just nip that in the bud and focus on having those uncomfortable conversations as soon as they pop into your mind. So that is why we believe that feedback is really the foundation of personal and professional growth. And we encourage our our entire team to show up in that way. We also, we've been doing uh, feedback sessions like that with our coaching team, where we all just give feedback directly to each other. And we practice the, we practice giving feedback because it's kind of, it's, it's like a muscle. It's never really easy to give challenging feedback or have those hard conversations. But the more you do it, the more you create a culture around the, that openness, the more impactful it becomes and the more everyone buys into that. So do you have any thoughts on the power of feedback and and that core value? I love this book. Um, And I know that it can be very uncomfortable. So the other thing you mentioned about deliberate practice, you need to practice having crucial conversations at times, whether it's having them in front of the mirror before you need to have one. But one of the takeaways from this core value is kicking the can down the road doesn't solve the problem. In fact, it can actually amplify the problem. And having the developing the skills to be comfortable having crucial conversations is part of what you're fostering in the team. And if we can't have those conversations with each other, that's a problem because that's how we get better. And it's how we can continually, you know, that continuous cycle of improvement is part of being able to have sincere candor and having a transparent culture that allows people to feel comfortable sharing that openly. So it is definitely not easy. It's why deliberate practice is important, but 
you need to have that honest conversation because otherwise the problem just continues to grow. Yeah, I really, I cannot stand drama or any kind of tension or things that are left unsaid. It just, it's, it's not what I want to be around. It's not the environment that I want to be part of. And if everyone is just communicating openly, you really are able to avoid all of that by just having honest conversations. And then everyone feels heard. Everyone speaks their mind and everyone, and we can work things out through, through just open, honest communication. So yeah, I really, I really think that core value is important. So our fifth and final core value is extreme ownership. We take 100% ownership of everything in our world. When something goes wrong, we don't make excuses or blame others. We put aside our ego, take full responsibility for the outcome, and review what we must do differently to create success. I'm a really big believer in taking 100% responsibility for everything in your life, both the good and the bad. When you blame other people or circumstances, you actually give those other people and circumstances control over your life. So, so many people who go through life and say, kind of have the woe is me mentality and blame other people or say their, their life is not where they want it to be because of him or her or the economy or some circumstance that they were exposed to. I'm not saying that life is always easy. I know people go through some really challenging circumstances, but if you give other people and circumstances, if you blame other people and circumstances, then you are effectively giving them control over your life because you cannot you cannot uh, change those other people or those circumstances. And how can you expect for things to get better if you give away that control? So Jocko Willink's and Leif Babin's book, Extreme Ownership, really drives home the importance of taking 100% ownership of everything in your world. Take full responsibility for your life and the outcome when things go wrong. Don't make excuses. Don't blame others. Review what must be done differently to create success. So our whole team right now is currently reading Extreme Ownership, and we're going to have a team meeting, uh, a team discussion about it in a few weeks on a team call. So I really look forward to that. I've read this book several times and it's made a huge impact in my life. I also really love that one of the authors is named Leif and <laughs> pronounces it that way Leif. as well. So I know I know you've read this book prior to us reading as a team. What does extreme ownership mean to you? This is how I live my life um, because I agree with you. You have to... So first of all, I believe in ultimate individual responsibility. I can, yes, there are circumstances in life that we don't necessarily put ourselves into intentionally, but I still feel that we can take responsibility for how we move forward in life. And something I always used to tell my team is that ultimately I'm responsible, whether I used to say poop rolls uphill, not downhill. Um, because I take responsibility for what goes right and what goes wrong with the goal of being sharing, you know, when, when things go right, I want to elevate everyone else. When things go wrong, I own it, figure out how to fix it. And then we keep moving forward, but diffusing or, or blaming other people, that's not a quality that I can support. And I really feel that 
you have to, there's no ego, there's no level, there's nothing that stops you from taking responsibility for both your personal outcomes and the outcomes of your team. Um, and I would encourage anyone listening, if you haven't read it, to read it. It's a great listen um, because the authors actually read the book too. And it they use examples that are directly applicable to what we do every day. It's not just under circumstances of war where it's very important to have extreme ownership, but their business is based on applying what they learned in the field to everyday life. And this is, you have to take ownership of your life. Well said. Yeah. So those are our five core values as a team. So again, number one, impeccable character. Number two, unreasonable hospitality. Number three, competitive excellence. Number four, sincere candor. Number five, extreme ownership. So I hope that sharing these core values has brought some value to you. I hope that you consider what your core values are, what core values you live by and and what really matters to you. So I'd love for you to ask yourself, what do you hold yourself to? What are the values that you hold yourself to in your life? And who do you ultimately want to become? And what does that person embody in and who do you need to become to to get to that place in your life? So when it comes to setting core values, I I think I referenced this earlier, but in the in the book Traction, uh, Gina Wickman talks about aiming for three to seven core values. In essence, less is more, and I found that to be really helpful. And I think part of part of this exercise for me, part of the difficulty in identifying these core values is I was trying to make sure that they were, that I fully encapsulated who I want to become and what I want this team to become in as few words as possible and as few core values as possible. So I ended up having a list of I don't know probably 30 different values that that I was kind of working through and I was trying to combine things or figure out what is most important and just really identify the the core of those values that I want to embody. So less is more, aim for three to seven and make sure that they are really meaningful to you. You should read all of these and just feel inspired to go out and really live those core values. And if you work for a company, do you know what the core values are of the company you work for? And if so, do you resonate with those core values? If not, why don't you know what those core values are? It's probably because the organization is not actually living those core values. So if you don't resonate with the core values of the company that you work for, and you do align 100% with the core values that we just discussed, and you would love to join a mission-driven team of passionate vegans, then we are always hiring. You can head over to thevegangym.com and click on careers. We almost always have open positions. And if you if any of those positions align with your strengths and interests, then we'd love to have you apply to join our team. We only take a few percent of people who apply to join the vegan gym team. So it's not an easy application process. So if you get uh, get scared away by difficult things, then you probably shouldn't apply. But 
then these core values won't resonate with you either. So, <laughs> so that's, uh, I guess you wouldn't even apply. But anyways, we're constantly updating the list of open positions. So you can also check back regularly if you're interested to see if a position that you are interested in or a position that does align with your strengths becomes available at some time. We are always, uh, we're constantly working to grow and bring on really talented, passionate people who align with these goals and, uh, and our core values. And we also were an entirely vegan team. think that's obvious, but we're all vegan. We work with vegans. So it's a pretty cool way to make a lot of vegan friends as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that this brought some value to you. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to catching you on the next one. To get access to some of our best content for free, head over to theveganjim.com. We've got tons of articles and guides to help you burn stubborn body fat, building muscle, and supercharge your health. You can even use our vegan nutrition calculator for free to figure out how much protein, calories, and micronutrients your body needs. Get started right now at theveganjim.com.